What's up, crew? This is Hamilton uh, with your Halloween special. Um, before we do anything, we are going to hear a word from our sponsor, um, which is actually a website, www.diedinhouse.com. Um, that is a real website and is has actually been featured by Bloomberg, Business Insider, Forbes, Inman, Realtor.com, just to mention a few. Um, and in case you're wondering, diedinhouse.com gives you reports in which you can find people who have died in your house, the cause of death, address, details, registered sex offenders, meth activity, nearby cemeteries, and much, much more. So... You're probably wondering how much it costs. It's a great deal. It's only $11.99 for one search. But if you buy three searches, it's $29.99. Five searches for $48.99. And ten searches for $95.99 for a total savings of 20%. So next time you're looking for a house and wondering if someone has died inside, go to www.diedinhouse.com. So, there are a couple questions today. Um, I asked about a house um, that had had a homicide in it and if it was worth buying or not. So, I was looking up the legal requirements and found some interesting things. Uh, it says that most states require home sellers to reveal major defects about a home to potential buyers like a leaky roof, broken appliance, or cracked foundation. These are considered material facts that must be disclosed to a buyer before the deal is closed. And in some states, those real estate disclosure laws go so far as to include a death in your home. What's interesting is that Utah um, does not require that. So it says in an article I read, if they were to ask the seller, they do not, they do need to be honest about that. There are certain things that are not disclosed that the buyers like that know sometimes even it's not on the form. The seller's responsibility to answer those questions honestly and be very forthcoming in any information. Sellers do not have to disclose up front if a felony crime or death, violent or natural, took place at the home. So, all you living in a house, which is most of you, or an apartment or wherever you're living, it's very possible someone has been murdered in your house. So, luckily we have that awesome sponsor, DinedInHouse.com, and you can figure that out for only eleven ninety nine. But I'll move forward um, with the investigation I did into... Um, this homicide that I found out about on Zillow, which was very nice of them to alert me of. I should have um, guessed that there would have been a homicide in the home earlier. Um, but So this is what happened. I was scrolling through Zillow. My manager at work lives in Cedar City. So sometimes I'm like, man, we should just start a satellite office. The data science team, everyone just moves to Cedar. Housing costs are less. There's great, there's Brian Head, which is right close. There's awesome national parks for skiing and hiking and yada, yada, yada. Could be a great place. Plus, it's not as expensive as Utah Valley. So I was just scrolling through Cedar City, and I look through these houses, and one pops up. 
The first thing that catches my eye, obviously, and I'm sure this is true of most people, is the address. You really got to make sure you get a good address when you're looking for a house. So the address was 549, which is good because you have two numbers in a row, five and four. So 5499 Cedarwood Terrace, Cedar City. So Cedarwood, Cedar City. You don't even have to remember Cedar two times. You just have to remember it one time, which is really nice for an address. And then Utah 84720. Don't love the zip code, but I, I thought I could live with that. Next thing I see, five bedrooms, three bathrooms, 3,592 square feet. Which, pretty big house. Probably bigger than any house I've ever lived in. Definitely bigger than any house I've ever lived in. Well, actually part of yeah anyways the house i'm living in now the apartment is much smaller but the total house might be that big anyways way bigger than any house i was looking at buying but the price was two hundred and sixty two thousand nine hundred eighty three dollars way less i would expect the house to be at least in the three hundred thousands maybe four hundred thousands so i should have known something was weird based off the price like who prices their house $262,983. That should have been an indicator of the homicide. Um, but it wasn't. There's two kitchens, which is nice because I rent out the basement. So then I go and read the description. Then this is the description. Very short and sweet. Great home in great location. Five bed, three bath, 3,592 square feet fence backyard. Outside entrance to the basement. I don't know if that's good or bad. Shed in the backyard, which you'll find out later about the shed in the backyard. RV parking. And then asterisks at the end, homicide in the home, September 2020. So a fairly recent homicide. Uh, no details. It just said there was one. So naturally, I wanted to know more. Um... And I'll tell you a little bit more, paint a picture for you of what happened. So, Kay Goswish is a nice lady. She was born and raised in Wisconsin. Um, kind, sweet, gentle. Kind of shy, but she's a good neighbor. Um, and has a great sense of humor from what I've heard. I've personally never met her, but I've heard great sense of humor, dependable worker, always on time and professional. She loved retirement and she loved preparing home-cooked meals for her wayward son, Joshua. Uh, she was divorced um, and throughout her life, she managed cabin rentals in Brian Head and was a paralegal and some other jobs. Anyways, she's about 73 years old back in 2020 so now she would be 74 um and in july she there's a call to the police saying that she has been missing so they do a welfare check they check july 31st they don't see anything suspicious i'm assuming they didn't see her but they didn't find anything suspicious so nothing happened um later they get another call from um her bank so this is Kay's bank that calls and they go out and the police talk to the neighbors and they say she, maybe she's in Washington maybe she's in Nevada but the bank says that Joshua her son has been using her bank account since April he attempted to withdraw five thousand dollars 
and was like, yeah, I'll come back with my mom. Never comes back with his mom. Um, there's multiple checks that are written by Kay, but they believe they're fair, forged from Joshua. So some sketchy activity going on. According to the bank, um, they go back later and they describe the house as they said they found pilot mail, dried up blood on the walls, ceilings and floors, bullet homes at the home and bullet holes in the home, um, many pictures, a television, multiple computer screens, chairs, and other items throughout the house had been shot. And the entire home was covered with cat feces, garbage, and all kinds of moldy food. So the house was trashed, possible blood from a homicide. Um, this is a little bit more suspicious, so they keep looking. And ultimately, they find what looks like dried freshly dried cement in the backyard i assume it's where the shed is that they were advertising in their listing they um dig that up and they find humans remains of what turned out to be k in the freshly poured cement and then the, her 32 year old daughter or son joshua was charged and the list of charges is extremely long but basically it's abuse of human body third degree felony failure to respond uh, legal possession of a firearm um, and many other things i was trying to figure out what he was up to now he was booked into the county sheriff's office iron county sheriff's office this is the best part after a high-speed chase that ended at the local smith grocery store um uh, actually, he had been spotted at the local Smith's grocery store. So be careful. There are always eyes on you at the local Smith's grocery store. Um, and that's my story. I'll send some links and pictures if you're curious about learning more. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, looking forward to hearing from the rest of you. And uh, welcome to Crewcast, Brady. Glad to have you.